What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to episode 64 of More Wrestling's podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Morrison. Today, I've got on Kyle Windover, who is an assistant coach at Chatfield High School in Colorado. You're probably thinking, you know, Colorado. Yes, Kyle actually wrestled for Lowville, which is a team in Section 3 here in New York. Kyle's been out of the wrestling scene for a little bit. You know, now he's living in Colorado, and uh, here he is. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm good, Dylan. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, you've been out, like I said, out of wrestling for a while. What what kind of made you get back into the wrestling scene? Um, you know, you're in your first year as an assistant coach for Chatfield High School. Uh, you've been helping out over the summer with them. I know you've taken kids to the Nebraska team camp. Um, you know, I saw you out in Fargo as well. But, you know, what made you jump back into the wrestling scene? Yeah, to be honest, man, I mean, you know, being from a small town in New York and sports are very, um, you know, small town oriented because there's really not much to do when you're in a small town, you know, sports are kind of everything. So, you know, wrestling in high school and then, uh, you know, helping out after I graduated at Lowellville and then moving to Colorado and, and finally getting some time the last couple of years to invest in the great sport of wrestling in the future of kids. I was like, you know, I've got more time now. I need to get back into it. And I really want to, help build Colorado wrestling into what uh, New York is. Cause New York obviously is a very uh, prestigious state. As far as wrestling goes, one of the top uh, states, my personal opinion in the country. So I want to bring that style and level of wrestling to Colorado and it's going to take some time, but I think it's got a lot of potential. Talking about the women's wrestling. I know you, you know, you, like you said, coaching at Chaffield, how many guys did you have compete at Fargo? Oh, boys and women. Yeah, so as far as um, Fargo goes, we had a fair amount of girls um, total. We had about eight to ten from our uh, club and high school specifically. And then as far as the boys, uh, we didn't have as many uh, participants in the boys. We're we're really young uh, boys-wise as far as the boys go. Very, very young. Um, We don't, for example, we don't have any seniors next year. We've only got two seniors. two kids that are going to be juniors and everybody else is sophomores and freshmen. So it's, it's a good problem to have, but as, as far as the boys go, uh, we only had about four or five boys from the club actually uh, compete at Fargo. So no placers, but it, it's all right. You know? No, I mean, that's impressive in its own self. I mean, you said eight to 10 to 12, you know, girls that wrestled and then the four or five boys as well. I mean, that's a heck of a lot of competitors wrestling from one school in uh, Fargo. But, you know, we're going to talk more about the the women's wrestling and the growth of women's wrestling in New York a little bit later on in this episode. But, you know, women's wrestling, that's sanctioned out there in Colorado, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's huge. It, I didn't expect it when I first got back into coaching out in Colorado. I didn't realize how huge uh, women's wrestling is, especially being at Chatfield. Um, our girls high school teams won four uh, straight state championship since it's been sanctioned and it's just um, it's it's crazy it's uh, it's a dynasty I, I really don't know how to how to explain it it's it's just nuts to see um, how far uh, women's wrestling's come all over the country especially in Colorado it's, it's just it's nuts what's the the scene like out there in Colorado I mean I know in New York obviously we just got that emerging sports status going this year with multiple um, sections in in New York state to have more than four or more um, programs that just added wrestling, women's wrestling. Um, You know, so obviously it's at its beginning stages, but like, I know I had been in talks with somebody in Iowa, you know, they had that big event last year and, you know, I mean, it was probably a year ago now at this point, but uh, they, they had the, uh, 
big women's wrestling event and, you know, sanctioned women's wrestling and just to, to see the growth in certain states and obviously Colorado, um, you know, having women's wrestling, what, what, what's it seem like um, across the state? Yeah, it's, 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 it's really crazy, man, honestly, just to see how many high schools now have girls wrestling. Um, a couple schools just added women's wrestling. It's growing rapidly. I mean, you go to all these tournaments, the brackets are just loaded uh, with women's wrestling. Um, it's just, it's crazy, man. I, I really don't know how to explain it. It's just, it's something I've never seen before and it's growing. It's the fastest growing sport in America right now. I mean, let's be honest. It's, it is. It's crazy. You know, you go to far, like we went to Fargo, obviously, and you see grow women's wrestling shirts all over the place. Um, all these division one, division two, II, division three junior colleges are adding wrestling. All these high schools are starting to add women's wrestling. It's the fastest growing sport and, and it's huge. And it's, and it's great for our sport because a lot of the things that I've been realizing is I've got girls that'll double entry at, at tournaments, guys and girls, and some of them will win both of them. They're not afraid of competition. They want to get better. We've had girls uh, go to camps that are just guys camps and they, they're not afraid to back down. And I love that. Yeah, no. Um, and you know, I'm going to agree to what you said about the fastest growing sport in the, the country. And I, I tell everybody that, you know, um, whether they're wrestling people or not, they're like, well, women's wrestling. Like, yeah, Iowa just started women's wrestling. Like there's, th this is going to be the fastest growing sport. I mean, it already is, but like in the next few years, you're going to see more and more power five schools to, to add women's wrestling. And, you know, I'd I love the, to see the growth right now that across the state, uh, several of the the uh, schools in New York for colleges just started. I mean, they're adding women's wrestling. Some of them aren't even adding the men's wrestling, but uh, um, let's you kind of talk about the Fargo talk. So Fargo obviously was an interesting, interesting time for, for us. Right. Um, so we, we, we go out to Fargo and the girls wrestling event out there was huge. Like there's just in like, and I was there last year and I just know talking with people that have gone, you know, year after year, more and more mats are being taken like by girls for the warmups, right? Like, before you used to be like, all right, here's a few matches and the girls are, you know, they're going to be on it. But no, like there were so many girls there and obviously it was a record setting in that for the girls. Um, but yeah, like you said, bridge the divide, right? So we're, we're just continuing to like grow women's wrestling. But, um, you know, Fargo itself was was a great time. So let's yeah. kind of get into Fargo. Um, you know, yeah, absolutely. It, 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 the, uh, the great thing about podcasts, um, you know, I was just listening to Blood Round Wrestling Podcast. Um with Tommy Baranowski and Kevin Quanch. Um, the, the two guys, like they wear wrestling shoes, they drink beer and they're just podcasting. So I'm like, all right. So listening to funny stories, I'm like, man, I haven't had a, a guy on to do a podcast. Like I, I haven't done a podcast with Zach and I don't know, it's, it's been a lot of months. Um, you know, I'm like, I need to have that kind of talk. So bringing you on, um, we had a good, good Fargo time. So, right. So I picked you up at the airport we go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, we dinner. did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have dinner, have a few drinks. And then we're like, you're still undecided about where you're staying. So we're like, Oh yeah, let's, uh, let's go meet up with Chad snow, which Chad snow, he listens to this podcast. So he'll get a kick out of it as well. Um, Chad's sitting with his can or hammock or canopy rather, you know, that he can um, put between the trees and he's sitting by the fountain on campus and he's waiting for people to sleep so he can set up his cam hammock somewhere and, uh, you know, go to sleep himself. So we pick him up and we're like, yeah, well, Kyle doesn't have a spot to stay either. Um, and then, of course, we go to Walmart and, you know, you got a hammock in your hand ready to 
to purchase it so you can i guess bum it with uh chad snow a little bit you know stay in the trees of on the uh <clears throat> north dakota State. Of fargo yeah <laughs> yeah so right right outside the fargo dome pretty much and uh luckily there's some good people in the world um good people in new york state and uh you know you guys had a place to stay so th- i mean that was just a funny wild ride um right and oh then, absolutely absolutely and that's the thing new york's always going to be home you know i obviously wrestled new york coach new york new york's got great people you know uh chris harrington does a great job you do a great job um obviously everybody just does a great job um in new york there's just so many uh good people out there that are building good programs and they're giving back to the great sport of wrestling and i really appreciate that we're all connected all across the country I, i like that a lot so yeah that was a really good thing about fargo too like you know whether you're coaching this person on this matter you're you're coaching alongside a person on this mat you know then you know after the fact you're in the dining hall with them you know eating and sharing stories and whatnot it's just you you definitely get to bond with a lot of different coaches and uh, you know they're all kind of like like-minded as yourself that you Absolutely. know want to grow the sport and whatnot so yeah, it was definitely fun to be around those kind of people yeah new york did well too i was very i was very happy with new york colorado i had a decent showing too but yeah new york was it was it was a lot of fun to watch those kids that you watch go up you know grow up through different programs and on the big stage and next thing you know they're high school americans so that speaks for itself yeah no i absolutely i know i want to have uh a few others on the podcast i know i i made a poll on the new york usa wrestling page and i'm like you know i need to get more people on on the show which Sometimes it's hard to ask high schoolers to come onto a podcast and talk, but I know I want to reach out to Mikey Altimer because he had a lights out performance, obviously cruising through the, uh, the Greco tournament and, and, you know, winning that stop sign. And now he's going to, to, uh, off to college to wrestle Greco as well. So that's exciting. Um, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, your trip obviously in Fargo was pretty wild. I don't know in the last two episodes that I've done since Fargo that I talked about it, which, the reason why I'm starting to talk about it is we're about a month away from international podcast day. And, you know, the reason why I got into podcasting was, um, you know, listening to different podcasts, like I said, blood round wrestling podcast that I talked about earlier. Um, you know, but the guy, Jason Bryant, the godfather of wrestling podcast. Um, I guess it was, it was a weird events, a series of events, I guess, you know, like Chris Adams and myself were heading, heading West and, uh, you know, we we get to just before Chicago and we're like, oh, there's a sign for Iowa. Let's just maybe this will take this way. So we go to Iowa, stop at Carver Hawkeye Arena. Um, you know, it's about an hour and a half extra of driving. But I knew we had time to kill um, in Minneapolis the next day before we could pick up the the guys that were flying into New York. And uh, yeah, we stopped at Jason Bryant's house, which was freaking awesome. His setup is crazy. Right. Like, so I got into podcasting. I think it was January of last year. You also have a podcast, correct? Yeah, yeah. And you know, unfortunately, I don't, I don't do as, I don't do as uh, up to date stuff as you do. I definitely got to get back into it. You know how it goes. Life gets busy, and you know, fall behind a bit. But yeah, I've got my uh, sports podcast, Wendy's Wendy's Sports Report. Um, you know, still up there. Definitely check it out. Uh, I do need to start releasing some new um, up-to-date episodes, especially with, you know, the NFL college football season right around the corner, uh, you know, fastly approaching. But, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, it's a lot of fun. Enjoy doing yes. it. So, yeah, so you know, like, at least the, the podcasting as far as that goes, like, you know, the, the setup. Like, I always – obviously, I've got a lot of room to to grow. But uh, as far as stuff, I'm using the same stuff that I used for episode one as far as right. the equipment goes. But – you know, his setup was crazy. Like he's got the bar, 
um, that's there with several different bar stools and, uh, you know, a mic at each one for, you know, several guests that he's having. And then, uh, he has his own little computer, like dual screen computer with a little setup where, you know, you can type in whoever's name, right. Think of a New York guy that just wrestled in college, whether it's 10 years ago, think of any guy, um, you know, you punch that into the system and it brings it up. They'll say he, he was an all American. Um, you know, I think we looked up Chris Harrington. It showed that he was an all American two years for Brockport state. It showed that he wrestled for Cal mom. Like it was just, it was awesome. So like to experience that as a wrestling nerd myself, um, I'm like, damn, this is, this is the dream setup. But, uh, yeah. So talking about that, um, I've got a few guys in the wrestling world that also give me some plugs to maybe that there is a new wrestling program, um, on the horizon for New York. So let's kind of just briefly talk about the, the wrestling programs that have, you know, we, we, let's say a year or two under their belt to the ones that had just been announced within the last month. Right. So Elmira, they have a men's and women's wrestling program. St. John Fisher has a men's wrestling program. Yeah. Buffalo State women's wrestling. They just announced that this year. The Uville, also a Western New York school. They just announced women's wrestling. And I think like three days ago, two days ago, Alfred State, they just announced State. women's wrestling. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like that's just awesome to see. Like obviously we were talking earlier about the growth of women's wrestling. Just one, two, three, four schools right there alone in the last two years that have, you know, added women's wrestling and Duville and Buffalo state don't even have men's wrestling. So, right. Um, you know, so the direction that the state's going for, for women's wrestling. And uh, now the fact that we have emerging sports status, it's just going to grow at the smaller level, um, you know, from youth to, to varsity as well. So yeah what, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? I think it's great for the sport, especially for the state of New York, uh, just adding all those college programs and then the high school programs that are starting to pop up. Um, I know Canadagoa just added a, a girls high school program, um, you know, all these other high school programs are starting to pop up in college programs. And there's just so much talent throughout New York space, especially when you get into the Buffalo, uh, Rochester region, people, you know, always overlook those, uh, high schools. So then you've got those athletes that are going to be coming out of those high schools. And now you've got colleges where these kids can go get a good education, wrestle division three, get a, get a feel for college sports. It's just amazing. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, like J Joel Bear and I were just talking a few days ago that some he's already been reached or you know talked to about a few of these high school tournaments going on this year. And like Tioga, they have, I think it was Tioga. If not, it was another one in the Southern Tier area. They uh, they're having a, a female tournament, a women's tournament, um, alongside their men's tournament. Uh, Love that. Same thing Love with that. Shaker because Shaker, uh, their coach Brandon Gunthrie, he was uh, Adam's roommate there in Fargo yeah. and. So he's a good dude. Um, he, he, they're having a uh, women's tournament alongside their tournament and Canadagua, uh, Mullen, Eric Mullen was there and Fargo as well on New York staff. He is having a, um, women's tournament alongside his men's tournament. So it's like really great to see, like, you, you, they're not necessarily singled out where, all right, we're having a women's tournament at this, this weekend. Um, you know, so that way, at least they're, the, the spotlights on kind of both them and the, the boys, um, and they're not kind of, you know, so that's, that's really great to see, but I do have huge news where I, I, I don't, I, I told the guy that I'm not going to share what school it is, but there's another school in New York that is going to add men's and women's wrestling in the next week. I would say week and a half. Um, he told me a few days ago, but you're going to be shocked. You're going to be pumped. Um, I, I'll have to let you to, uh, 
to think about what school it's going to be. But yeah, it's it's awesome to see that another school is going to be adding men's and women's, which we, we kind of can get into, you know, you, like I said, you coached at, um, you helped uh, coach at Morrisville State, right? You were kind of uh, yeah. on the sidelines for them. And, you know, you were part of the the football team, but like seeing team manager schools, for five years. Yeah. Yeah. It was, right. uh, so, it was so, a big deal. It was fun. So competing against different schools, like, I mean, St. John Fisher just added wrestling and yeah. I've been talking with, you know, whether it's Piles or Jason Bryant, like St. John Fisher, they compete against St. Lawrence, you know, in, in wrestling or in, uh, in like football and basketball and other sports like that. Yeah. Schools like St. Lawrence, they should probably start adding wrestling. Like same thing with other schools out, out in Albany. Right. I mean, looking at the list, Buffalo state and the Uville, both Buffalo area schools adding the sport. Um, right. And, right. you know, women's wrestling. So like, I think, I think w- with an addition of this school, that's about to be announced in the next week, um, it's a D three school. Some people were asking, like, is it a D one school? No, it's not Syracuse, but yeah, um, <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> this D three school, I think, is going to bridge the the gap between Albany and the North Country schools, um, because you know, yesterday Jason Bryant was looking for the entries of the nineteen seventy eight Division three nationals, because again, he's got that database, and right. um, I was looking at the the team scores for it, and like, I'm looking at SUNY Potsdam, Clarkson. St. Lawrence University, like three schools, you know, obviously I'm a, we're a little bit more biased because they're up in our neck of the woods. Yeah, if, of course. That that would do wrestling and and just wrestling in those parts would do so much, I think, for the the area, right? I mean, you have instead of skipping practice to go to a um, St. Lawrence versus Clarkson hockey match or game, whatever, um, you're you're going to go to a wrestling match. So that would be just huge, and obviously the rich tradition behind um, St. Lawrence. Uh, college is wrestling um I'm, I'm really hoping i mean i know it was like two months ago john clark and mitch clark were up um because their dad was the coach at st lawrence and i know coach connors pat connors um and his brother they, they both were up at the wrestling reunion that they had at st lawrence and their i believe it was their athletic director was in attendance for it so you know she saw like the, the sportsman drop for 30 years at st lawrence just about um, they, they still have that brotherhood where they're going to come, they're going to support, they're going to come on campus. Um, so hopefully, hopefully other schools, um, add wrestling and, you know, like, especially St. Lawrence. Yeah. That I, would I, be I, amazing I, to see. It's just such, such a historic program and, and academically too. A lot of those schools are just so good academically. And then you add a, a program like wrestling and there's a lot of really, uh, you know, smart kids that are also athletic that are like, Oh, I'm going to go, go to St. Lawrence. I can wrestle and get a good education. I can go to Clarkson, you know, mm-hmm. schools Absolutely. like that. Yep. Um, so talking about the schools um, that, you know, we did, that just added wrestling, I guess we should talk about some of the schools that just announced their, their head coaches. Um, you know, so St. John Fisher, they, they announced their head coach, Ryan Morrison. That's been, that's been news, right? He was at the New York state tournament. I, I uh, got to hang out with him in Fargo. He's a really good dude. Same. Yeah. Good guy. Good guy. And uh, he's got a really, he's got a really um, good coaching philosophy and he's been recruiting already really good. He's hammering the the Rochester area. He's getting a lot of uh, kids that actually were already on campus that were past wrestlers. And he's like, Oh, you already go to school here. You're a previous successful wrestler. Why not get back into wrestling now that we have a college program and he's just doing the right things. I'm really excited to see what he does. Yeah. Um, there was a kid from our area that just went down there. I think he went down like 
over the weekend. And uh, if not like three days ago, two days ago, whatever it was, I can't remember what day it is today um, with my work schedule, but yeah, no, he went down there and he was blown away. Like the facilities obviously are great. And the, his, like you said, his coaching philosophies are, are awesome. So, I mean, that's a great, um, great college for that. People are going to thrive at. Um, another one is Elmira. Um, back in May, they announced Charles Boswick. He's going to take over the men's program, which was kind of ran by, um, oh, it was ran by Coach Griswold, which he's just going to coach the the women's team now. And, you know, he's got, Cody has a great thing going down in Elmira for the women's program. Um, I watched several duels. I think it was on YouTube or maybe it was on the Elmira the site, but they've got an electric atmosphere for, for women's wrestling, especially being the first women's wrestling team that's a four-year school in uh, New York. So that was exciting to see. Um, over at Brockport State a month ago, Caleb Garvey was announced that he's going to be the next head coach um, after Coach Jacketow and Coach Murray. Um, he spent the last three seasons coaching at Teal. He was also a graduate at Teal as well. Um, and then over at Cortland State, this was just, I believe, like a, a week ago from today, uh, yeah. Tommy Prairie. Tommy Prairie was announced that he uh, he's taking over for Brad Broon, who was there for 20 years. Um, Coach Prairie previously coached at Washington and Jefferson College in Pennsylvania for the last 11 years. Uh, he had eight All-Americans and one national champ down in Pennsylvania. So it's great to see that these uh, these colleges obviously have their new coaches. Um, you know, I, I knew Cortland State needed to jump on that train because they've got their, – their cupboards weren't bare when, when Brad Bruin left. They, they've got some hammers at Cortland, and uh, they, they should have a great year, which sets it up pretty nice for Tommy Prairie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, Cortland's a, Cortland's a great program, just great school, great athletic programs in general. Their football team's been historic for years. Obviously, you've got Cortica, um, you know, they're playing at Yankee Stadium again this year. It's just a, it's a big deal, so. Yeah, I got to get down for the Cortica duel for wrestling. Um, Matt Haycook, um, I just gave him a more wrestling shirt, so uh, he's going to be representing Ithaca again this year. I think he should, you know, have a good shot at starting as well, and, uh, you know, I, I've got the Cortland shirt, but now I've got a little bit of uh, Ithaca swag in the closet as well. So I don't yeah, know which one I'll be that. repping. <laughs> I don't know which one I'll be repping that week, but yeah. Um, but yeah. So hey, you know, thing- you know, Dylan. I mean, as a as a coach, man, and, and just as a somebody that loves wrestling, you can never have enough wrestling swag. There's just endless. I've got stacks and stacks full just from Fargo and all these other tournaments and teams I've been a part of. It's just it's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I picked up a lot of it in Fargo and. I'm uh, looking forward to getting some more actually during this this next thing I'm going to talk about. Um, and it's something that Jason Bryant had kind of talked about. I think it was on Twitter or Discord or whatever it was. Um, he talked about that he wanted to go to certain states and probably every state if he you know had the chance to. Um, but go to certain states and, and tour every single wrestling or every school that has wrestling, whether it's the NAIA, the, the NJCAA, the D3, D2, D1s. Um, you know, so I started to make a, a, a route, right, coming on 90 into New York from like Pennsylvania um, and then shooting across. And you no, know, I had a great route coming, but like with the addition of Buffalo State and the Uville and um, this school that's about to announce wrestling here in the next week or two, um, it's it's obviously getting a little bit harder. I've got to add those into the route somehow. But um, yeah, that's a great thing that I wanted to start to do as well. Um, and so talking to a coach, Ryan Morrison at St. John Fisher, he's like, Hey, you got to come down, check out the campus, do a little, I'm definitely going to cut a promo for the, for the school, just cause you know, it's the facilities that are being built there. 
um, are, are phenomenal. But yeah. so, you know, I, I was like, yeah, you know, I got to get down there. And Coach Signorelli down at Alfred State, he uh, he was like, yeah, you got to get down here as well, which, <clears throat> excuse me, he's got a family and friends and alumni event on the 22nd of October, I believe. So I'm going to definitely plan a trip to get down to St. John Fisher and then hopefully like Alfred State and maybe shoot across, go see Bavenzi at RIT and, and maybe Garvey at Rockport State as well. Not sure. Um, but definitely want to attend those two schools. Um, but then, you know, I was talking with, I actually, I made that Twitter post and Jason Bryant's like, Hey, you got to get down here. And of course the duel that he told me to come down to was uh, army West point. They host Iowa, I think November 14th. I might be blanking on the date, but I know they uh, host Iowa this year. And as an Iowa fan, um, that'd be a huge duel to go down to. So definitely looking, looking forward to making this trip to, to certain colleges. It's not going to be as extravagant as Jason Bryant's would be um, to go to every single one, but definitely to uh, check out some of these colleges. And especially, I mean, we're guys are starting to get on campus right now. Right. I mean, the colleges are, are starting to buzz um, yeah. wrestling seasons right around the corner. So it should be, a, it's, it's going to be a fun time. Yeah. I'm excited for it too. I'm excited for, uh, you know, obviously football just started, um, for high school. So we've got a couple of kids playing there, a couple of kids playing soccer, but, uh, there's nothing like wrestling season, no matter How what far... level you're at. It's amazing. So talking about the New York guys, and I had Troy Nickerson on the podcast, um, last year, but talking about, um, university of Northern Colorado, how far away is that from you? Oh, as far as Greeley goes from me, Greeley's not that far at all, actually. So as far as Greeley goes, I would say just given like a rough, a rough uh, estimate from where I'm at right now from Greeley, I'm about an hour. I'd say about hour, hour 15, nothing, nothing crazy. It's not terribly far. Uh, definitely plan on going up there uh, to see some matches and, and tournaments, uh, especially now that Steve-O just transferred in. I mean, that's a big deal. Uh, yeah. I know there's another kid from Cornell that just transferred in grad uh, graduate it, students. Barry Asa. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. you know, I, I like what Troy's doing and, um, you know, I still wear Cornell stuff all the time and I still wear, uh, you know, Northern Colorado stuff. Now I got a shirt and a hat and, you know, I, I just like what he's doing up there. So, yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So it's an exciting time. I mean, Colorado, it sounds like it's, it's definitely growing and I know the talents there Troy Nickerson's mentioned it before, right? I mean, actually having, uh, Andrew Alirez, you know, stay in state and wrestle for UNC, um, she obviously showed that the, uh, that he, he wants to make Colorado wrestling great as well. Um, so yeah, that's, that's cool to see. Um, yeah. So again, like I said, we're about a month or two away from the, the season actually kicking off. Um, you know, we'll, we'll have our first duel here in, in November, but, uh, as far as the season goes, I, mean, I believe we're like a month away from the practice official practice for the college season anyways. Um, yeah. You got anything else? Yeah, I'm just really looking forward to our high school season. Um, you know, it'll be my first year at Chatfield, assistant coach uh, for the boys. Obviously, I'm um, at the club, uh, Chatfield Wrestling Club, been working with them since March. Um, so right after the high school season ended, uh, I really like um, just our potential for, for boys and girls at the state tournament. I think, um, you know, personally, I think we could have two or three state champs for the girls. Um, we had two runners up last year. Um, both of them are, uh, one of them is actually good. Two of them. So we had, we had three state runners up last year, or excuse me. No. So we had two state runners up last year for the girls. Um, another girl lost in the semis ended up placing uh third or fourth. So I, I think we could possibly have two or three state champs this year and one with another year left. 
So, you know, a junior winning a state championship would be great. And then both of our seniors winning, that would be a big deal. Um, and then as far as the boys go, we had four or five uh, qualifiers last year. Nobody placed. Uh, but this year I could definitely see us sending five or six, possibly even seven kids uh, to the state tournament. That's and they're incredible. all underclassmen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're all underclassmen. Like I said, for the boys, we have, we have no seniors. We've got uh, two juniors for boys. One of them's coming off a, uh, a knee injury. He's, he's ready to go though. I'm really looking forward to uh, seeing how he does. He'll be at about 132, 138. And then we had a couple uh, state qualifiers last year as freshmen that are going to be sophomores. Then we have a really talented uh, freshman class. We're going to have about, it's crazy. Like you go from New York in a small town, you got maybe 15, 20 kids at the most on a wrestling team. If you're lucky, you know, if you're lucky from a small school like Lowellville class C uh, school um, out here, I'm at Chatfield. We're five, a biggest school in uh, Colorado. As far as uh, classes go, we're going to have probably 65, 70 kids for the boys. It's ridiculous. Like three, four kids deep in each weight class. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. So that is a great problem to have. It is like, a great problem to have. If, yeah, if, it if really can, is. If you can get across to some of the guys who are like, you know, if they're, second or third you know like i guess even fourth string but if they're a second or third string guy that you know could start let's say at a, a school you know a smaller school but they still have that drive to come in to make the practice partner better to to hopefully get a shot at making the lineup you know down the road i mean that's kind of i think where the sport has gone oh 100 you know, yeah it, no 100 it's not gone wrong but you know in wrestling where people want to you know win 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 or participate all the time and you know, if they don't win, they're just going to go to a different sport. If they're not on the starting, you know, team, they're just going to go to a different sport. Right. Um, yeah. So that's, that's awesome that you have 65 people. And I, yeah. I, I, to a certain, a different degree, um, to speaking of like Fulton, that always has a, a big roster. Some oh, of yeah. them might not be superstars by any means, but like they have that retention where it definitely shows in a program, right. You, you know, down the road, you might have to use one of those kids in a duel to, to not get pinned or to whatever, right. to whatever, like so some of those kids, I mean, a lot of those kids, they all matter. Right. right. So to have 65 yeah. at your place, that's freaking awesome. Like, yeah. I can't and I imagine. just wanted to touch base. Oh, it's crazy. And I just want to touch base on that too, is like, you know, you always tell people it's, it's a next man up mentality, just like in professional sports, one athlete goes down that next man up. It's the same thing. Like people always overlook, um, especially for wrestling, all those kids on JV, maybe he's not. And people don't realize that, these kids are literally one injury away from jumping in the starting lineup. And some yeah. of these kids are so good that maybe the kid in front of them is just that much better. And he, and he just can't get a spot in the lineup. He can't crack the lineup. I mean, you look back in the days when, you know, your dad was wrestling or even when I was wrestling, like so many people were so good, but they still couldn't get, you know, get in that lineup back in the seventies and eighties, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what, you know, which kind of been the best thing that you've enjoyed so far coaching um, just within the last eight months, nine months that you've been a part of Chatfield? Um, there's a couple different things that I really like. I think the the culture is huge. Uh, the school's been really supportive. Uh, the parents have been amazing, especially being a, a New York guy and, and just getting back into wrestling. The parents have been super supportive. Like coach went over, you know, my kids talk about you all the time. Uh, you know, you help them out with this. Uh, I go to like, for example, I went to uh, watch a couple of our kids play uh, JV boys soccer the other day. The, they saw me. They were obviously happy to see me there. That support, the parents like it. Uh, the coaches like it. We're just a really 
uh, you know, tight knit program uh, on and off the mat, which, which I enjoy, you know, and the yeah. thing is too, is uh, we've got a lot of kids that are outstanding academically. We've, you know, I think we had eight or nine kids last year that had 4.0s. So like, wow. not only are they good athletes, they're making a huge impact in the classroom. And those are the kids that, you know, even if they, if they don't go to college and get a scholarship for wrestling, they're going to be outstanding, um, you know, academic people and they're going to be great. They're going to go out in the real world. They're going to do amazing. They're going to get great jobs. They're going to get a good education. They're going to have a great career path. And then they're probably going to end up coaching too, because I see a lot of my kids that are constantly helping out the younger kids and they just have that coaching mentality. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you can't really ask for much more. Um, no, you yeah, can't. Talking about uh, some of the legendary coaches to finish this up, you know, between uh, Fergie and Coach Aubel, uh Beaver Rivers coach, Coach Fergie, and, you know, Lowell's coach, Coach Aubel, obviously they they weren't necessarily around when you wrestled, but, you know, the the uh, philosophies and principles and stuff that they, they kind of taught their wrestlers is still being taught to many wrestlers around around the country, right, between Rogie, Rogie and Woodrick coaching locally still in northern New York but then you have some rogies that are still coaching um, Fergie's sons coaching down in Texas and doing good things. And then uh, I believe it's Randy Streeter. That's out in Kansas. Yes. Um, yep. know, so, so then, you know, like yourself, right. You, you still, you might not have been necessarily coached by them, but like you still have the influences um, that were coached to you. So what, how do you kind of want to, you know, use their philosophies out in uh, Colorado? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, obviously I didn't wrestle, uh, for coach Neil Abel, but you know, him and I still chat when I, when I'm home, if I run into him, we'll have a good conversation. I, when I used to work in town, I would always see him and he just, you know, just a good person had so much advice to give. Um, I wrestled for Jake Steria, a great coach had, you know, really impacted my life. Um, personally, I think the coach that impacted me the most though, um, not just in, in wrestling in life, um, obviously, uh, you know, Joe Galligan was my club coach. He's still doing a good job at Adirondack. There's a reason why, uh, you know, the last 10, 15 years, Adirondack's constantly um, having state place finishers. They're winning uh, section three duels. They're just, you know, he's done a great job there. And, and I really, uh, you know, respect that. And then also, aside from wrestling, uh, another coach that I really followed, his philosophy is my baseball coach, Dan Myers. His biggest philosophy was, um, you know, family academics and then baseball. So I've been using that with my kids. It's family academics and wrestling because as much as we want to put wrestling first or, you know, whatever sport we're in family's most important, that always comes first. And then academics are huge because I don't care if you're the best kid out there. We need you in the lineup. If you're not performing in the classroom, none of that's relevant. Yeah. And if you're not performing in the classroom, you, you know, being a wrestler, um, you know, a good wrestler making it to a college, is out of the picture, right? I'm kind of going through that right now with a few of the wrestlers that, you know, I know that are in the North country. I'm like, you, you know, you really have to focus on your schoolwork because it doesn't matter if you're uh, a state champ, right? The, 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 uh, the colleges aren't going to look at you if you're, you can't spell college. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> real. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny as that sounds like it, it's a true thing. And, and I'm really installing that in my wrestlers. Um, a couple of the parents the other day saw me at the, soccer game because like I said a couple of my kids are, are playing uh, JV boys soccer and I've got a couple 
um, a couple other kids that are doing different sports, JV football and stuff. And they see me and, and right away, it's funny because I've been drilling the, the academics in their heads so much and just getting a good education that the parents are like, oh, I don't know what it's been the last couple of weeks, but since school started, the kids are like, oh, I want, you know, one of my kids the other day was like, oh, I got to go home after my game and do my homework. And I'm like, I love to hear that because like, he knows how important it is because as much as he loves soccer and wrestling and other sports that he does, he knows that if he doesn't do that, none of that matters because he's going to be academically ineligible. And then he's going to let himself <laughs> down. He's going to let the rest of the team down and there's no worse feeling out there. Yeah, no, it's great that they, uh, they're getting through and obviously it's, it's shown and their parents can say, Hey, you know, it's definitely had an impact on the kids. So yeah, that's been great. Um, Kyle, uh, we're running out of time a little bit. Um, I want to thank you again for jumping on for episode 64 of more wrestling's podcast. Um, I'm looking forward to the next few weeks, hopefully getting a few more college coaches on to talk about some of their upcoming season um, previews as well. But uh, yeah. So again, make sure you get the Apple up podcast, hit subscribe, give it a rate and review. Um, of course, give this a share on social media, get the word out there more wrestling. Heck yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Peace out, man. Peace out.